What's going on everybody? Welcome to this, a very special edition of the Little Kings IRL version. I can touch you. <laughs> I'm Ryan, aka Penguin Monster. And I'm Ryan, aka No Mercy Merc. On this week's podcast, we, we cover Stadia and the next generation consoles, development of games and what makes them last, mix it up now coming to Twitch and other live streaming chatbots, and general updates on Valorant. Let's do it. So what's going on, man? Dude, I'm so happy to be here with you. In real life. IRL. Look at... Oh my oh, god. I just touched you. The touch. It's crazy. The Ryan's touch. They connect. <laughs> so uh, it's been great seeing you the past few days. Seriously. And we got two days to go, so... Yeah. We're in the uh, beautiful state of North Carolina. Oh yeah. In Asheville. Oh yeah. As you can probably see behind us, a beautiful day. Yeah. We decided to spend it inside. We did. We did. But, for, uh, for the time being. For yeah. the time being. Yeah. I mean, we did do an eight-mile hike yesterday. Yeah, that was intense. Yes. That was intense. Yes. My pace was very different than yours. Well, yeah, but that's okay. You had a dog helping you set the pace. That's true. I didn't know was She was pulling me along. Yeah. I was kind of just in it for the ride. Yep. So, but uh, it was good to get out in nature, for sure. Yeah. The quarantine, we've been uh, kind of... Oh, can I not say quarantine? No, you can say quarantine. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. Quarantine's All right, fair. fine. Just not the other term. And then I had my first, like, feeling normal in quarantine at the restaurant we went to. True. It, it like, literally, once you sat down at the table, it felt normal. Yeah, they did an amazing job there of social distancing. They did. Which they was did. great. And everyone seemed to, like, follow the rules. Which is very rare. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah it felt good. Shoot. Do we talk about Walmart afterwards? <laughs> sure. Oh my gosh. So yeah, we went from a restaurant who followed definite social distancing guidelines. <laughs> Everybody had to wear a mask to go in there. The servers all had gloves on, all had masks. It was great. Walk into Walmart. It does say on the outside, to be fair, everybody must wear a mask. They even have a person at the door who seemed to be checking that. Yeah. Uh, but then he got inside, no masks to be found. <laughs> no. I We were kind of like waiting out the checkout line. There was people just coming as close as possible. Yeah. Yeah. It was a whole other world. And I mean, even employees, like, you know, mask under the nose, like not actually covering oh, the true, nose. True. Like, it's like half-assed wearing. Yeah. Like, it, they it's try. not even like wearing a mask at <laughs> no, that point. No. So. No. But, yeah. Um so we're a bit out of video game news i feel like yeah i mean we're staring we're staying at a house with no internet right like we're so disconnected <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah which is kind of nice super nice uh but in terms of like the latest and greatest podcast or gaming news for this podcast yeah probably won't have it although i did see today i just happened to see a tweet from cellular connection that there's stadia connect yeah yeah stadia Stadia. Yeah, Google it hasn't. Stadia. It hasn't been in the news for like a while now. Right. Like I feel like it, it got it got released, flew under the radar for a little bit. There was some hype before it actually got released. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then it was like a couple months after Stadia actually came out. There was GeForce Now experience. Have you heard about this? No. No. So can you explain? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Why don't you just explain Stadia in general to me? Okay. Okay. Because I do. I know some of it, but. You got one, and I just want to hear it from you. Okay. So 
it, it's it's tough to explain because you use the same word video game streaming. So like there's two right. ways of thinking so this about is not video. live streaming. This isn't live yeah. streaming. This is literally the video game is being played on a server elsewhere and they are streaming all the pixels to your screen. Like as if you were to watch Netflix, but you're playing a game. Exactly. Right. So, uh, imagine Netflix, but your input is, is everything you see. So like, not only is there like, there's an input on your end that has to send across the server. Mm -hmm. That has to depict what pixels to send back because of that input. Right, so I guess I just instantly think of lag. Yeah, exactly, input lag is gonna be your number one biggest problem. Right. And so initially when Stadia came out, it's like they they had made these crazy claims that like for 4K 60 frames per second, you only need a 35 megabit per second internet download. How is that even possible? I it, it doesn't make sense. It wasn't. So so I'm I'm fortunate enough to have like good internet. Like I have 400 megabits per second and a Google Home Nest hmm. system. So okay. like Google Google Stadia, Google Nest, they interact perfectly with each other. Like it actually provides hope. the Stadia more internet because it knows. Oh, like they actually have something built into their device that it, it works together. Yeah. It's, oh, okay. It's software knows that a Stadia is connected to the Wi-Fi system. Oh. And so it actually gives it a boosted internet oh, to perform better. So oh, that's cool. why I actually got the Nest, but I never play my Stadia. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't help that I bought my PC very close to the time okay. that like stadia was coming out but aren't they going for an experience that's like pc or like any other gaming platform yeah they totally are and without all the complexity of upkeeping a pc and right they're, and they're claiming that like because so is it just in the browser so it can be done in a browser okay um it's mostly browser driven if you're playing on a pc or laptop okay but then you can play through chrome chromecast so you plug oh. a Chromecast into your TV, and it literally runs off a little like two-inch oh, circular. See, see, the concept is awesome. Yes, yes. Yeah, but the it, but the practical in real life application. Right. Was it so? Tell me, like, was there input lag? Like, it was very minimal. Really, surprisingly. Okay. Yeah. So you definitely see screen tearing, stuttering mm. of the actual game yeah but the input lag actually feels surprisingly good okay like it is very comparable to a console huh like ps4 like yeah like it is that definitely has a little bit more of input lag than pc compared to pc yeah right and um i i thought it was exceptional for what it was but so why did you never play it again so my use is i have a pc okay like it's better than pc gaming like i'm not gonna I'm not gonna PC gaming is better than yeah yeah. yeah yeah PC gaming is better than Stadia right but it's because I'm not gonna log on to my two thousand dollar PC open up a Chrome browser and play Stadia it's like right I'm just so, gonna go so, ahead and download the game and play it on my PC right so target audience might be folks who don't have a gaming console or Ex PC exactly so like next gen we're talking like the new Xbox Series X and the PS Five like right this is it's competitive. just buy a stadium instead of that yeah now do you think that someone would want the full-scale games but not want to get either an xbox playstation or pc and so they'd go for this device 
See, I'm thinking you're either like a very casual person who maybe plays games on your phone, maybe doesn't really play games, um, something like that. You wouldn't necessarily be interested in full-scale regular games that we know and love. Right. And if you do want those full-scale games, you're probably going to get one of those other platforms. Right. Because you're going to be wanting to play with your friends. You're going to want the... I guess it comes with a... It's with controller? It is with a controller, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess I'm just so like... Because I've got all this history in gaming, I'm like... Okay, so you've got your Xbox, like you're gonna play with your friends online, mm -hmm. do that type of thing. I guess there are single player games that I like to play, but it's like, I don't know if I'd buy a specific, I guess is there online play with Stadia? Yeah, absolutely. There is. Yeah, so I think I think Stadia's plan is to future-proof gaming. So like they claim that, you know, X amount of years, months down the road, it's like they're gonna update their servers to the latest and greatest. Oh, so you wanted to buy new hardware? Ever. No, never. I yes. guess you probably have to buy a new Chromecast at some point or a new controller. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that's sure minimal that. compared to exactly, system. exactly. Okay, so but what's the payment model? So the payment model is ten dollars a month, and they have a free model as well. So so they're they're Stadia Basic and Stadia Pro. Stadia okay. Basic is like you can buy all your own games and you can play at 1080p, 60 frames per second. Okay. So they cap it. They cap the audio. Like you don't get 5.1 stereo surround sound, stuff like that. Sure. For free. So like you could get Stadia Basic. And what, you just pay like 60 bucks for a game type thing? Yeah. Yeah. They're standard. Okay. Um, They're standard prices. Right. They, there are no discounts because it is streaming, but you still technically own the game. Hmm. Kind of. It, it's sketchy. I don't know. Okay. Um, but yeah, so there's Stadia Basic. Right. Which anyone can do right now, I'm pretty sure. And um, because it, it was Stadia Pro was in beta for a while. As long as you have the controller. As right? long as you have the controller. Right. Well, so when you're in a browser, you can play with any controller you have. Oh. Yeah, they do not limit you. The only the only requirement for the Stadia controller is to play with Chromecast. That's the only I gotcha. thing they require. And okay. phone. And phone. Okay. Yeah. And so... Um, so then the Pro version... The Pro is $10 a month. Uh -huh. You get 4K, 60 frames per second. Yeah. And it, it's like Xbox Live. Like, they give you games per month. Oh, like Game Pass. Yeah. 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 Okay. But it's, like, included in your Stadia package. So like you get, okay. I would say three to four free games a month. They're not always the best, but like they're free games. And so, okay. So I'm seeing, I'm starting to see the appeal. Mm -hmm. If they fix, I still think there's such a technical limitation. Yeah. So I'm saying if they fix the screen tearing and that kind of stuff, but I think that's a big if. Mm -hmm. Do you see it becoming something successful? Or do you think there's just these giants in this space? And like something we talked about before, like live streaming, right? This is now us on Twitch, yeah. right? We talk about how there's these giants right now and it's so hard for anybody to start up. Mm -hmm. And I get that Google's a big company, but Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, which is kind of its own, right? You know, other branch. Mm -hmm. um, do you see Stadia actually becoming a competitor in this space? 
I think so. I think what's really um, the big draw is the whole future proof model is that like they have the resources to do it and they're they're the internet. Like when you think of the internet, you're like, I'm going to Google. Right. Like if you're going to search something, it's like they they need the best internet and you know, they've worked on fiber. So yeah, I think they're, they're future proofing model of, you know, in the next five years, like where's internet going to be? Like if you think of like, let's bring up Elon Musk, like he's working on Starlink. Right. Which is his like, you That's know, just satellite, satellite internet right. anywhere. And if you can get crazy speeds there, then like what stops you from playing Grand Theft Auto 5 on your phone online with someone else playing with a Stadia controller? Well, yeah, I think the, f- the phone's a whole other kind of thing, but I get what you're saying. But like Stadia, that was their big claim too. Like you can play on the Pixel. I would never want to play a full scale game like that on my phone. Think about it though. Like if you're on a road trip, or like yeah. some, there, there I can see, niche. I can see a tablet, but okay. I guess just the screen is so small yeah. that these full scale games that are developed for big screens, yeah. I don't see really doing that well on my phone. Who knows? But yeah, I guess, okay. I guess in that future, mm-hmm. per, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. So that's interesting. I yeah, I, I'm interested to see where Sadia goes. Mm-hmm. I just think it's going to be quite a while until it gets to anywhere that Google wants it to be. Yeah, for sure. And it, there's outside forces that are are hindering their development too. So like the internet, the internet does need to advance, right? In order for them to be like a flawless service, right? Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what they say at Stadia Connect, and then we'll see how PS Five and X, Xbox Series X is yeah. that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Do. And then you know you, they already do have competitors, like I said before, GeForce Experience. Oh yeah, we or gotta get into GeForce that now, aspect. whatever it's called. So yeah, the NVIDIA GeForce Now is their version of live streaming, where like their model is very different, where you pay a service to use their servers, but you're not buying games through them. So you can use your pre-existing Steam games that are GeForce Now compatible. So like if you already own the game, you can play it anywhere. So it's like remote play from any device yeah. over the internet. Yeah, I would say remote play is more is a more accurate description of what they do. Okay. Versus what Stadia is doing, where it's like they're they're a they're a one stop shop. Right. But like, well, well, so with the Nvidia one, do you have to own the game? Yeah. Yeah. Or do they also have their own? Because uh, then it's not as future proof, right? Because you're going to have to keep buying the game. I guess you don't have to buy the hardware ever. Right, right. But it's not the same as like the subscription model on the Google side where it's like, really, I'm not ever worried about hardware changes or graphics getting old or anything like that. Right. And so touching back on Google Stadia for a second, it's... um... Got three dogs here. Yeah, three dogs. (laughs) Three dogs. Um, They... They're having developers develop games specifically for Google Stadia. So like they're going to be optimized oh. for the cloud environment and they're going to be able to do things that no one else has ever done. Oh, and those are probably be a lot more optimized than the ones that come out that developers had no focus on it streaming over the internet or anything like that. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So that's where Stadia has its upper hand versus GeForce Now. Okay. In that like games will be optimized for the cloud environment. And so you're talking about like you can literally put two players that are playing an online game on a server that's right next to each other. 
so that they can they because they own the hardware as well yeah yeah so they can have like literally the same amount of latency ping everything oh that's cool yeah that's a cool concept for sure yeah i wonder if they'll announce because if they actually come out with a game that is whatever they call stadia certified or whatever it is at this point yet yeah Oh, they have. Oh, well, they've come out with Stadia exclusives, but none that have really utilized the like cloud environment the way they want to. Oh, yeah. Have I don't know. I guess because I don't have a Stadia, but I haven't heard about any of these exclusives. Have they been decent games or not really? No, they're so not like they're not AAA like. Right, because why would they? With such little market share, why would AAA developers waste their time right now with a Stadia exclusive? Right, but there are huge games. So like Assassin's Creed Odyssey is on stadia right but it's but not that's, a stadia exclusive right yeah, yeah and it's like they they don't go the quick route of like you know what we're just gonna port this over this is a full built game for stadia oh i see what you're saying yeah okay so it, it's like a re-release for stadia for some of these games right so the developers play... are kind of testing out like can we develop a game in stadia okay i gotcha yeah but but can you play regular games that haven't been optimized for Stadia? No. It has so, to be on the so Stadia it's like store. A, it, okay, so it is like if you were to have a PS5 or PS4 exclusive and then they were going to be releasing it on PC or Xbox, they have to optimize it for that platform. Yep, exactly. Okay, that, that I guess that makes sense. Right. Um, but I just, I don't see the work going into it yet because there's not the market share. Right. But I guess at some point there might be. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what they do in City Connect for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. We'll, we'll probably talk about it when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. We'll touch on it. We get dogs so loud. Dogs all over You the really place. don't realize how loud they are until you're recording something. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of just background noise yeah. normally, I guess. But. <laughs> it's like the click clatter, the nails, the. Yes. Even the size. Yes. 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 The comfy size. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> wow. I wasn't expecting to talk about like Stadia that much. That was a wow. Yeah. There, there's a, it's, it's, it probably doesn't deserve that much. It time, probably honestly. doesn't. It, it hasn't deserved it. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's interesting technology. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So do you care at all about, probably not because we've been on PC so often, but about PS5 or Xbox Series X? No. No, no. Yeah. I guess the only thing I care about is a lot of the times when there are these big console refreshes, um, huge games may come out with the releases of those. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times they do go over PC, so it's nice to have them on PC as well. But I feel like studios definitely in development will take the new hardware and they'll they'll kind of try to do the latest and greatest with that mm -hmm. and so you'll see that on P the pc side as well that's true so, yeah i didn't even think about that yeah but so do you have any anticipated like big releases for the new console i don't think i've heard of many i, I mean we know a new halo is coming like a oh, new halo sure. has to come out with a new sure. xbox and i hope it comes to pc and i would think it would right because they've done the master chief collection and they've been slowly releasing the old ones right yeah Halo 3 like just came out yeah. for the Master Chief collection, yeah. which that was my favorite. So yes. I'm probably going to start diving into that. Yeah, time I, would, I would play some Halo 3 multiplayer we on, used to on play PC. Halo. We used to play Halo on stream. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's when true. it first was came it out. Was it Reach? 
I think it was Reach. Was it Reach? Was that the... F- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I think they did it in order of, like, the Halo universe. Yeah. Yeah, not releases. Which was interesting, because you would think that maybe they might go reverse order if one's easier to port over to PC than the other, or what. Yeah, but... I'm just glad they didn't do, like, Star Wars order, where it's yeah. just all out of whack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Good, yeah. good, good on that, <laughs> Microsoft. Yeah, definitely going to be a Halo... S- oh, it's Halo Infinite, Infinite, I think they already called it. Yeah. But it's six. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Six. Yeah. So, hopefully it gets... I feel like four and five were okay games, mm-hmm. but they're not the revolutionary games that one, two, and three were. Yeah. Or even Reach. I think yeah. Reach was even better than four or five. It, it's funny because I was talking to someone about this, that like games are trying too hard now. That like, and like, I'd say our generation is like the nostalgic generation. Mm-hmm. That like, we want to play the games that we played as children. For sure. We want to watch the shows we watched as children. And so like, they just need to go back to the roots. Yeah. Of like... Well, I guess maybe kind of dive into that for... What, what do you mean they try too hard? Like, they're trying to add too many different aspects to the game that may not need to be there. So, like... Oh. So, like, for Halo 5, it's like, why do we need jetpacks? Why does that need to be a multiplayer? Like, yeah. let's just... Like, it just needed jumping and shooting. Like, that's... Yeah, crouching, jumping, shooting. that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess... I always think of that as like the Samsung method because they would come out with their Galaxy phones and you would have like every possible technology for a phone within there. Uh And it was like, so now it's better than the iPhone because you can do anything. And it's like, well, the iPhone can't do, like it didn't have an IR thing where you could turn on your TV. Right. But like the actual experience of using it as a phone really competed pretty well with it mm-hmm. um so yeah it's it's kind of quantity versus quality type of thing mm-hmm. yeah um but i i get that there's a lot of games that if they just optimize the core thing that they're about versus trying to make it maybe it's just trying to make it as appealing to as many people as possible that the issue is maybe i i don't know what it is but it's like yeah the more sequels that come out to a game, it's almost like they progress away from what I considered a good game to start with. Yeah. And that's not to say that like I'm biased because that's the first time, that was the state at which the first time I played it. Right. I, I don't know. Well, like change I, is a good thing, but change is also like a bad, a bad thing, thing in my mind. Yeah, that's fair. But it, I also just wonder how much of that is a problem with sequels in general. Like, movie sequels, I feel like, have the same issue as well. Yeah. Like, I don't know if there's any movie sequels besides, like, the second one in a series that I'm like, oh, wow, that was really better than the first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. You know? Mm-hmm. So, and then with games, it's it's definitely different because movies have to be completely new content. But games, you're almost saying you want the core of whatever made the first one good to come across like it's a, i almost want like a game that i love to take the warframe model do you know the warframe model i don't know if they've literally never released and will never release a warframe 2 but they just oh like, i understand tack yeah. on to it like, yeah 
but the first time you boot it up, like it's the same game that you started three years ago. Right. Well, I feel like, but it's there's like, quite a few games that have been like that. Like CS:GO, I think is kind of like that. That's true. Point. Yeah, yeah, I like that kind of model of like you uh, you keep the roots in place, but you can tack stuff on the end. I'm good at like continuing. But at the same time. Game. Like our last podcast, right? We talked about Rocket League. Right, yeah. And we talked about it dying because they haven't done much new. Right. So that's kind of the opposite of what you were saying. That's just such a tough game, though, because you can't add to the storyline. There's no storyline right. to add on to. Yeah. There's no, like... Well, literally... the beauty of Rocket League was its simplicity. Right. But I think that's also its kiss of death in terms of longevity. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's It's true. like, oh, you're going to add these 10 limited edition... Uh... <laughs> customizable whatever's like uh what are they called cars yeah like new cars or new stickers or whatever oh, right, right, right. like cool yeah well and then the like we said the different game modes are really not the core yeah they're and, trying and they all suck usually they're trying but yeah they they all suck yeah i don't know well i and i think it also just at some point like a game's run its course yeah it's yeah. just done sometimes you gotta kill it and it'd be very hard to make a rocket league 2 i feel like yeah there would be no point yeah but like if you think about it like i don't want to get too into rocket league again but like there are content creators. we did play rocket league for like five straight years together so I feel that's like, true it's, yeah. it was a big part it was a part of our lives it was a sure. big part of our lives so like there, there are content creators like Lethemir makes the coolest freaking maps. Yeah. And it's like nobody on PlayStation or Xbox can even access those maps because they can't, they don't give them access to that like place to do add-ons mm. to the game. So it's like if you even cherry picked Lethemir's maps and like put them and in the actual them game, yeah, for everyone to use, it may add a different dynamic because he he's made. Yeah. He's made beer pong right in Rocket League. Right, that's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I would try that. Yeah, yeah. I guess I wonder how much of that is a limitation based on the platform, though. Could be right because it's much easier on PC to have like third party things. Like that's why most mods are on PC and and things like that. Yeah. So they could just clean it up and add it to the game. There's no. Oh, doubt in my that's mind. true. Yeah, they could yeah. release it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure Lethemir would be all about that. Probably because he cares about the integrity of the game, and he's yeah, like trying that's to a make good the point. best for the game. So well, that's know, a whole things. other like branch of not only a game having longevity because of the specific gameplay itself and improvements on the gameplay, <clears throat> but the the community around it and the way that they manage their community and really f make the players feel like they're a part of something. And, you know, there's communication back and forth between the developers and things like that. That goes a long way mm -hmm. um, versus here's the game, go play it. We're never going to talk to you again, mm -hmm. which some AAA studios do. Right. Um, yeah. Which they're fun, but then I don't think they have the same staying power as some of the other games where it, it truly feels like there's a back and forth between the developers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you also don't want to take too much input from like your main content creators because you know that's not like the same viewpoint as everyone the else. casual players. Yeah, true. So there's like there's a, a fine balance. line right between like 
Yeah. Relying too heavily on some core people. Right. To, to guide your game in a direction. Yeah. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, making games is hard. Oh, yeah. And pleasing everyone is impossible. Impossible. Yeah. So, good balance. Yeah. Has to, have, have to find a balance. For sure. Do you do we even know how many how many people are still playing Rocket League? Like I feel like the peak was like we would see it was hundreds of thousands. Yes, yeah, at the three hundred thousand people, like yeah. at, at a concurrent time when it right. went cross platform. I don't think it's anywhere near that now. Hmm. Yeah, but I also haven't been on there to check. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> we're part we're part of the we're part of the problem. Yeah, we're part of the problem. All right, so switching gears. There's when when you're live streaming. Now, now we got you know different types of streaming. Done a few on. of those, yeah. Yeah, live streams, um, like Twitch, like Twitch. Yeah, you have in your chat a bot. So this bot sure. kind of like you know takes care of anything. Like it does um, mod abilities of like muting certain words, stuff like that. So one big thing was a huge bot used on Mixer was one called Mix It Up. Okay. And so a lot of people were devastated once Mixer shut down that like they had literally all everything set up in this bot. So like oh. all their commands, right. like so many different aspects of like Mix It Up has so many different abilities than any other bot because it can like it can take really good song requests and actually do it in Spotify versus mm -hmm. other song requests go through YouTube or stuff like that. So it just had, it had a really good integration with, with Mixer. And there was no way to kind of like export that over to somewhere else? No way. No. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was like, like Scottybot. Scottybot, which is what we used for Mixer was right. like, you couldn't just flip a switch and be like, now log into my Twitch right. and now do all the same things. Right. No. So just last week, Mix It Up actually converted everything over to actually operate on Twitch. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. So, like, there there were a lot of streamers in limbo for, like, two, three weeks because, like, you know, they probably still had to set up everything they needed in a different bot. Right. But, like, now now Mix It Up is on Twitch. That's cool. And there's, like, there's, there's additional bots so coming out, too. We both use um, Nightbot, Nightbot, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I guess, do you know what would be... An advantage of mix it up versus nightbot so not not too much i know that mix it up just has a lot more like integration with other apps okay like it's very good at like you can connect your spotify so that like you can make sure that it only plays like copyright free music or something like that where it's right. like youtube it's like any anyone can post a youtube link and it can play something like dumb like Charlie the Unicorn or something gotcha. like it doesn't have to be music like overlaid onto your stream type thing right okay. yeah yeah and um so yeah I've heard I've heard nothing but good things about mix it up actually mm. maybe I, we should check it out we, we should probably check it out yeah know? and we should talk more about it because because I really don't know too much about it but just that a lot of the large mixer people were really sad to lose and I'm sure they're happy now yeah, yeah. I, I wonder how many actually like set up a different bot and if they've actually just made the right. switch do you once think they'll up, go you know? back now i would think so yeah i, I it, it seems like everything everyone said about it is that it has better better features right to it. yeah i guess with nightbot the only thing i really do is like the exclamation point commands yeah yeah oh and i have t some timers set up so oh, that it's yeah. like follow if you're like in the stream follow oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. the auto messages yeah. yeah those are nice i yeah bots could definitely come 
a, a much further away though. Like they could. Where do you think they could advance so much? Just like I don't even like. They just have so much potential. Like, like just being in your chat. I don't even like. Yeah. The possibilities are endless. Well, I know you can do um, like we haven't really done much of this, but I think you can do like games and stuff with your chat. Yeah. Um, you can do like giveaways and things like that, and I think they can handle all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because we literally use it for the bare minimum right now. Right. And we do not take advantage of them as much as we probably should. Yeah, I guess I just haven't researched like the possibilities, but it probably it it could help a lot. I would think. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to be able to do, you know, here's our social links or, or things like that. But other than that, I'm not like, oh, this is an awesome bot. I like that I have it on stream. And it doesn't seem, even like when we were on Mixer, Scotty Bot would tell you as people entered or left the chat. Yeah. Um, Nightbot doesn't do that. Or at least I haven't figured out how to make it do that. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's a Twitch limitation. It could be. It could be that. Well, or... I have noticed on Twitch, though. Um, if you go to, if you have like your um, stream manager open and then in the chat window, you can say view who's in chat. Oh. And it'll show you the viewers that are in there, even if they're not talking. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So even like, like I was watching you one time and I went to the mod view. Yeah. And it, it'll show you like, here are the active users that are watching you. So anybody that's logged into a Twitch account, it'll show you these are the people hanging out, even if they haven't chatted in. Huh. Does it show anonymous people too? So people who may not have Twitch accounts that it are watching? I, no. No? I think it would basically just be you take the difference between the amount of people that show there and then the number of viewers that you have, and that would be anonymous. Hmm. But do they even, do anonymous viewers count as a viewer on Twitch? I think so. They do? Okay. I think so. I don't know why you wouldn't have a Twitch account, but if you're, if you're actively watching Twitch. Well, I'm trying to think, because like, wouldn't that be a little more vulnerable for like view boosting? Because you could That's just have a good point. 10 different devices that are not logged into Twitch just viewing your own stream. That's a good point. And Twitch, actually, before they made updates after Mixer took some people, right? Um, it wasn't account limited either. It was literally whoever was viewing the screen. So like, if you were logged into the same account on three devices and you were playing the stream on all three devices, it would count as three views. Really? Yeah. Huh. Now they're smart enough that like you would literally need three separate accounts. Right. And they could go as far as doing like well, IP so it, addresses or something to like even limit boosting yeah. even more. So I, th I feel like if they're getting to that level of if you have the same account, you can't have three different devices, wouldn't they not count anonymous views? Maybe. This is something we'll have to take away from this. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do some research, do some homework. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I would think so now that you bring it up i would think it wouldn't count as a view right that's too bad <laughs> it's too bad for the people who like are actually watching someone but don't want an account on twitch right but you can't chat in if you are just watching right no yeah no so i feel like anybody who's really disappointed in that would just make an account yeah right yeah it's free yeah, it doesn't cost anything. Mm. Just some information. Hmm. It'll sell your data, but that's okay. Yeah, you know. Whatever. Like any other major tech company. <laughs> Whatever. Amazon runs the world in general anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But 
Yeah, we'll have to look more into Voss for sure. Yeah. Hmm. So I did, uh, I don't know if we're done talking about Voss, but I did want to ask you your latest thoughts on the Valorant skins. Because you said you had some new thoughts. We have not yet bought the Ultimate Pack, the no. Dragons. Mainly because I haven't been home. Right. So I did open up the store. I could have bought them. Oh. But then I saw I had 10 or 11 days, so I would be back from vacation. Got it. And I could kind of mull it over. Got it. And I'm leaning towards not buying them. Really? Not even like a single one? I might buy the Vandal. Okay. I think I might buy the Judge. Just be that was serious? Yes. Just because it looks like just a large penis. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. Like it, with with a hefty set of balls. Yeah, and it's like it's a single sack. Like they it's two balls merged together into right. one. There's a fusion in there. Yeah. And I just, I think it's it, I think it's nice looking. So that's the only one you'll buy? Maybe. I have to I have to mull it over. I I really need to think about it. Cause like the, I don't want the. I think the knife is lame. The knife is the knife forty is bucks or something. The knife is lame. And so it's like, I don't know. It's like maybe the op would be cool. The op, which kind of does look. Cool. Also, I looked a little more into them. The skin variants that they have. There are like colors and mm -hmm. things. Have you seen those? No. Some of them look pretty badass. Okay. And that's where you use the radianite points yeah. to kind of, okay. Yeah. Okay. So they get even more, they look even cooler than just the generic dragons mm. at certain points. Like there's kind of a, a purplish black one that for like the op when your omen would be really cool. Um, yeah. It, it gets cool. I was kind of disappointed that the reload animation wasn't default. Like you still need to unlock with Radiantite. The Radiantite. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That is that's kind of sad, but I, I have a bunch of Radiantite points just kind of stacked up, but I don't think I have enough to do it for like all the skins. Right. Yeah. Right now. And I think that like they've gotten there was a lot of fire over that for like you're buying seventy hundred dollars worth of skins. Yeah, you're buying a hundred dollars worth. Yeah. And then there's literally aspects within the gun that you can't even lock like for free. Well, but Radiant Knight you get while playing. Right, but not always. That's just from the battle pass. Oh really? Yeah, that's just oh, battle was... pass unlocks. You're positive on that? Yeah. Oh, that yeah. is kind of messed up. So it's like everything's hidden behind a paywall. So it's like yeah, that is kind of messed up. You would literally need to buy the hundred dollar pack and then spend thirty dollars on radiantite points to actually get the effects for all the guns. In yeah. It. So it's I like, mean, of course, in the end, this is all just appearance stuff, right? So it's not. There's no pay to win type of thing, so that's okay. That's good. Mm. But yeah, very expensive to get some cool looking skins with animations. Yeah. And I think what they could do, what they could do to bring prices down, is I think they could sell two bundles. A bundle without effects, and the bundle full effects. That way you don't have to split up the Radiantite purchase and the Valorant point purchase or whatever. And that way it could bring the price down of the non-effect yeah. bundle. Because right. you know, like, if you're already spending X amount, it's like tack on all the the effects for a little bit more money it's like they would sell probably more of both right because like they're on they're under fire for 
their prices too. <laughs> it, is, like, it is really insane to me how much they are, but people are buying them. Yeah. So why would they bring their price down? I mean, you're, you're the actuary, right? Like there's kind of a, if they cut the price in half, will they sell twice as much? Right. Right. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. But I don't know. Yeah. We call it a break even point. Yeah. Of like where where's the perfect amount of supply and demand that'll that'll get you the optimal yeah. amount. And yeah. I don't know. Like to me, like the uneducated person who's just thinking of like how much things should cost, mm. I feel like it should be maybe twenty five bucks for a pack and then five to ten bucks for a gun and knife. Mm. For, because usually games are $60. Right. Right. Now I get this is a free to play game. So that's nice. You can get all the gaming content you want for free. Mm -hmm. But for a pack of skins to be almost double the cost of a normal game yeah. seems a little bit nuts to me. Yeah. But I just want them so damn bad. <laughs> The, the dragons look so cool. They did a great job. <laughs> they I did even, a really I, good job. I even tweeted out an article about how much they tested um, not just the actual balance. So, like, actual balance doesn't change as long as reload time is the same, recoil is the same, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But they also had to adjust feel. Mm -hmm. So, like, there was they have the animation where it kind of comes into frame, like yeah. it, it kind of crawls into frame before you're holding the gun itself. Mm -hmm. They said, even though it was the same amount of time to pull out a gun, the kind of the movement of the animation seemed like at first that it was slower than pulling out the normal skin of the gun. Hmm. Even though it was the same overall time, the way they did the movement, people when they were play testing it said, oh, it seems like this is taking longer. Is this different than the actual gun? They said no. So they had to, even just for feel of balance, they had to change things around. And it was just interesting to me that that was like such a huge thing. And it's cool that they're looking at that. Yeah. Huh. Um, because even though it's the exact same total time, it really doesn't affect gameplay at all. Feel is a big thing. Yeah. And I think less people would want to use that those skins if they felt like, oh, it's taking me longer to pull out this gun. Because mm -hmm. of course, who wants that in the actual game? Right. Huh. Yeah. It was an interesting article. It, it, there really was a lot that went into this ultimate pack because it changed the shape of the gun a lot more than anything else had. It, before it had been true skins where it might be different designs but this is now the shape of the guns have changed, the animations themselves have changed, all that kind of stuff. And that's why it's an ultimate pack. Yeah. And I can appreciate why that's more money yeah. than a regular one, but maybe this one should have been 35 instead of 25. Yeah, right. <laughs> Versus 175. Yeah. I think I was reading that same article as you and that they were very focused on making sure that the gun looked like the gun on the ground too. Oh, right, that, right. Like, you want to be able to distinguish a phantom and a vandal right. when they're on the ground because you want to pick up whichever one you like more for that circumstance yeah. correctly. Yeah, and I guess to kind of like explain, that's a big thing in Valorant is if your So economy is a huge thing in Valorant. You get a certain amount per round that you can spend for guns. 
um, and you want to make sure you have enough for the next rounds. And so if you buy a lower class gun that costs less money, if at the end of the round somebody has died that has a better gun than you, there's a few extra seconds after the end of the round where you can go and pick up their gun. So it's a big thing in that if you have the op, the operator, which is um, the sniper in the game, if that's down on the ground, that's the most expensive gun, you want to be able to go and pick that up and you want to be able to see it really quickly. Mm -hmm. So if it's got a different skin and it just looks nuts and you're not really sure what it is, that that can be game breaking. Yep, for sure. Yeah. So I wonder, because it really does look pretty different, mm -hmm. but I guess the outlines in general look the same. Yeah, because I think what they were specifically pointing out was like the frenzy yeah. as one of them, which is one of the lower econ guns you can buy. Right, it's like a little machine pistol. And that like they were saying that um, iterations through it, it did look more like a pistol than a submachine gun. And so they actually worked on extending body and handle to make it look like the outline correctly on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's like stuff I wouldn't even think about when it comes to just making skins. Yeah. Um, but I guess they really did... They kind of did it to themselves with changing shape. Mm -hmm. if, if it had just been design, they've done that before, that wouldn't matter. Right. But it's the shape that really matters. And that's, I guess, why it's an ultimate pack. Mm-hmm yeah well buddy it was great to see you in person it's been a lot of fun we gotta wrap it up though i think okay we'll want to go actually do fun things in real life outside in this beautiful weather ah it does look great out there yeah. maybe take another trip to walmart Ugh. just increase our risk <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah thanks you thank you all for joining us once again i'm ryan i'm ryan i'm penguin monster i'm no mercy mark <laughs> And we'll see you in the next one. Yeah. Thanks so much, guys.